Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to UTR Presents Bad Blood. It's me, your boy, Bites Down Boogie, and welcome to the show where we talk about probably one of the best shows on TV that we've seen in a while, Interview with a Vampire. Those of you who are joining us on Twitter, they ain't shut us down yet. They ain't shut, shut Twitter down yet, so keep watching us, damn it. We're going to keep going, so keep watching us. <laughs> Joining me is always the man behind the boards, Lord, the boy's name. Good, good grief. <laughs> Joining me, Tainted Blood, <laughs> Mongo. Joining me is Mongo. <laughs> Had old uh, tainted love by soft cell playing before the show started. <laughs> that didn't he really did. Finale, that's how the, that's I mean, the show's about. It, it makes absolute uh, makes absolute sense. I, I can't sing, but you know, uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. About oh the man, that we'll not get a copyright strike. Uh, <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. They'd be like, oh no, that's the wrong tune, wrong note, everything. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's all over the place. We don't want to claim that. Right, right, right. Nah, nah, he can have it. <laughs> he can have it. Well, folks, we are at the season finale of Interview with a Vampire, and boy, oh boy, was it a doozy. It's definitely one of those season finales where you were at the end of it going, you got to be shitting me. It can't be over. It can't be over. It, 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 there's got to be more. There's got to be more. But let's go. Let's let's give you the quick recap. That's what we're here for. <clears throat> we start off with seeing the family pretty much going in and out their mundane lives. Okay. It's pretty much... Uh, it's pretty much what we talked about last week, an abusive household. You have the controlling husband with the wife, the controlling husband in the spot with the wife in Louis, with the child in Claudia. And the child is, like I stated last week, becoming more and more and more and more resentful of the abusive dad. <laughs> it, it, who are you telling? No more biting this season. It's it's really it really me and Mongo before the show was like, God damn it, why I had to end. <laughs> but like damn man, we went from house of dragon to this and I was like, fuck man, what you know. What's next? Speaking of that, we'll get to that at the end of the show, folks. Um we see pretty much them going on feedings, them being them tolerating each other is what I, is what I should say. The abusers, the the abusers are be, are, are tolerating the 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 abusees are tolerating the abuser, <clears throat> and we see Claudia getting more and more reclusive to herself. And what we come to find out is she's plotting. Plotting is not the word. This girl is beyond meticulous with her plots and her details that we'll find out she pretty much lets louis know yeah sure 
WWE holiday. We want to keep viewers. <laughs> okay. That was, uh, We're trying uh, to build a fan base here. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I, I'd, I'd, quit, I'd quit this show if I had to do. I, I saw the Mrs. Christmas movie once just because a few of her friends of mine were drunk. We're all wrestling fans, and uh, no. not enough alcohol in the world to get you through. Get you through that. Nothing. There's not enough alcohol to get you through. It. Nothing is worse than the chaperone. Okay. Nothing <laughs> is worse. Nothing is worse than the chaperone. Uh, right? Oh my god! That yeah, that I never saw that one. And I saw it three times <laughs> just to make sure it sucked. But <laughs> that's another story. The worst one I saw was one with the Big Show did, where he was like a. Oh he was yeah. Boxing or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that one too. That was that was. Anyway, we digress. (laughs) So we see Claudia plotting, and she pretty much has her plan already set. And she tells Louis, "Look, I got a plan. We're gonna kill this that, and that's all you need to know." And he's like, "Why? I can keep a secret." She's like, "No, you can't." I need you to be the wife. Indulge yourself in Lestat to keep him occupied. I'm not telling you nothing else about my plan. Just know when I say go time, it's go time. At this point, because we hear it later on, at this point, Claudia is 36 years old. Yes. Um, she's 36 years old. We find out how old everyone is pretty much at one point. Yeah, she's a hell of a lot smarter than Louis is when it comes to this shit. Um, I don't know if well, I guess we'll, we'll get into it, but before we continue, there's a point uh, we'll go back with Daniel talking to Louie and Rashid. Uh, and he says, how does immortality meet mortality? Because before he, they said they're going to kill us that. And he said, well, how do you, how do you kill? How do you kill? Can't die? And, and Louie gave him a pretty much a rundown. <laughs> you got four options. He's like, you can, Drink from the dead, which is going to kill you. Have them drink from the dead. Behead them. Throw them in the fire. And the last one was starvation. Denying, yeah, denying the blood. Yeah. Starvation completely. Mm-hmm. Starvation. Those are the four ways you can offer vampires. So, folks looking at home, if y'all happen to run across a vampire, don't think the old stake in the heart is going to work here, folks. Cut that motherfucker <laughs> Yeah. Look, no, ma- no matter what, no matter what you're fucking working with, just know for a fact, <coughs> cutting the head off will do the trick. Right. That's you, yeah, all, matter of fact. We, we're all we're pretty much all monsters. If you get rid of that that headpiece, you gar- nope, no garlic knots. <laughs> nope, no garlic knots. Uh, <laughs> Does not no look like either. That. After a certain point, which we'll see later. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, Apparently, like, all the shit we thought, noob, 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 just stick with the beheading or torturing their asses. Those two things are guaranteed. All right, behead them or torch their asses. That can pretty much get rid of 99.9% of most of your monsters' situation. <laughs> all right, folks. So, Claudia is going into this plan, and she reveals to us that that 
she wants to have a party. And fit for, the, fit for a king. And the stats like, how? We're hated. Everyone fucking hates us. And as soon as she brings up the party, a mysterious note is slid under their door. The note says, <clears throat> pretty much, we know the devil lives here. We, we, you know, why most people think of y'all is um, the yeah, devil. We think angels, you know, they're a group of supporters who want you. And it was, it was a guy that was, uh, I guess he was sick. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> he was sick, I, I guess, uh, around. Drink his blood and then spits it right out. Yeah. Spits it right out. He said the medicine. He said the medicines in him made him taste disgusting. It is tainted blood. But not a sack. <laughs> what what Kenny, what are we as humans if not blood sacks? Living organisms? Full of blood. Sacks. Sacks. <laughs> what sacks of blood? <laughs> I don't think people want to walk around here thinking that they're nuts. <laughs> I don't think people oh, want I to walk around. Blood and nuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> the stat pretty much grabs the guy who thought he was just going to slip the note away and brings him in. And the guy's like, we, we think you're an angel. We want to know how you guys have lasted this long. And the stat's like, I'll show you. Arr! Bites into his ass. That's what the stat likes to do, just bite <laughs> people. And he's like, Mongo says, it's the blood right on out. And he's like, the medicines that they've been blood. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to think of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody wants to think of themselves as that. <laughs> so, um, spits out the blood and you notice when he spit not when he spits out the blood and he says the blood is tainted and, and, and he's like the medicines i'm on you see claudia's eyebrow kind of raise like hmm hmm this is kind of interesting we're learning something hmm. so immediately that's like we gotta leave new orleans we gotta leave new orleans like we, we that's it we gotta leave new orleans and she's like, if we're going to leave New Orleans, why not have a party for the ages? You know, let's let's have one big grand ball or whatever the case may be. And that's like, no, it takes a while. It takes a long time. They don't, I don't know if they always say how long it is when they start doing the plan. I think it's almost you know, roughly about certain, two months. It's roughly about two to yeah. three months this plan is going into play. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because at a certain point, they're like a month out from Mardi Gras. Right. But that was a while after they started doing this. So, yeah, probably about two months. Yeah, it's about, about a two-month plan. And if you noticed, or I don't know if you noticed, during the, during the episode when Claudia and Louis were talking, there was... Uh, a soft whisper of another voice saying other things when they were talking to each other. Um, nah, they just felt they felt like 
the, the people kind of just were like, yo, if these people were immortal, then, you know, we maybe they don't want to share it. Maybe, maybe if we follow them and worship them. At first, I'm not going to lie, when dude came in and was like, no, I'm, I'm a lover of you. I thought this was the introduction of Renfield somehow. Yeah, um, <laughs> or like the, the the Renfield family tree or something. I at first that's what I thought <laughs> that it was gonna be. Yeah, they 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 figured that if if they show up blind devotion, then maybe maybe. But you know, like you know, no. Nah. Right. In all kinds of culture and like any kind of stories like this, there's always someone that's like, uh, if we just you know worship uh, Satan blindly, destroy the planet. We'll be fine. Like, no, you're never fine. Right. It's never going to happen. So, during this time that they're always whispering to each other, they hear a, a slight whisper of another voice, but they kind of think of it as just, you know, the people of the streets of New Orleans or whatever in a chitter chat. And as planned, what Claudia, what Louis is doing, as she wanted him to, he's falling. Deep back into love with Lestat, keeping Lestat occupied. Now, we get to a point where Lestat finally agrees to the party because Claudia lets him know this is what we can do. We can throw a big grand ball, masquerade because it's Mardi Gras. We can try to get you to be the king of Mardi Gras. We can invite a select few back people back to the house. Because it's Mardi Gras, people are going to be drunk, loud music. No one will be able to hear the screams. And we can have a final feast before we leave. And if we starve ourselves for... <clears throat> Louis, he was, Louis was like, there's no way we'll be able to eat that much. What Gatlas thought was like, he's right, we can't. Unless we starve ourselves for three days. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Something about it will be intoxicating. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but, oh, oh, I, missed the, I missed the vital part. <coughs> the way that Claudia kind of introduces the party is she comes in with a little arrogant attitude and says to Lestat, I have a gift for you. And he is like, what could you... First of all, Lestat was like, you irritate me. Your presence irritates me. Your voice irritates me. Your, your, your arrogance. Your man is going off on her, just letting her know that she's irritating the fuck out of him. And she ain't even uh, doing nothing but breathe. Playing, you're playing Bach again. Now Bach is too good for you. Right. <laughs> it's... He's like, your presence irritates me. Your, your, your sound irritates me. Your blah, 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 irritates me. <laughs> so she's like, I come bearing a gift. And she brings him a composition made in France by a French um, composer. And they start playing together. And they're playing together. Louis is standing over them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So as she's playing, as she's playing, Louis is standing over them, just like the mother who is finally happy to see that her child and the father are getting along, turning the pages. 
for them as they play. And that's when Claudia pretty much was like, you know, if we're going to leave, why not have a ball fit for, fit for a king? And that gets to start thinking, you know, it can work if we starve ourselves for a couple of days. Because, like, in his ego, I mean, you know, he's just like, I am, I am a king. I, I could be a king. Like, right. Like, the ego of his is just almost too strong. Too strong. His ego is also his downfall, which we'll see later on. So they start getting their affairs into order to leave, and they go to old Tom. If you remember, Tom was the guy who uh, had a stash back in the day. Oh, them two going, and it, it's what makes it great is it's witty, intelligent shots at each other mixed with mixed in with pure childishness. <laughs> you know, it's like Bach is too good for your stupid little fat ears. You know what I mean? So it's like witty, intelligent remarks mixed in with pure childishness. Like, will you think? She's got that like that like little sister, just like I know I'm pissing you off type attitude. Is right. Because she calls him Uncle. He, she says, Uncle Les, I have a present. He said, oh, now I'm your uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm your uncle. Like, they go back and forth with each other like this. A present for you. I, I should uh, What could it be? Like, it's really just. If she brings him a, a, a composition, some French composition. I can't remember who, who it was by. Um, and they start playing it together while Lou is turning the pages for them. Right. Like I said, just like the happy housewife who sees that the family is finally getting together. So, Which is also, kind of, you know, uh, part of Claudia's plan. Claudia's playing a game with, with uh, Lestat while Louis is distracting Lestat, turning the pages, keeping his attention. I guess it, it plays it, pretty well. It references it. back to the last episode when they were playing chess. And Claudia was giving up all her major pieces except for the pawns. And she refused to make her last move to end the game. What she's doing is a complete parallel to that game right now. She's making her moves, getting everything, all the big pieces out the way. We get that main pawn, which finally puts Lestat in check in the checkmate in the other game. It's slowly working its way to the spot. That main pawn is Louis. So they go to old Tom and they tell Tom, you know, we want to get our affairs in order and we want to leave. We've all been that annoying ass kid. I get it, low key. You're still that annoying ass kid. I can tell. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Cause you do it to Mongo. <laughs> I can tell you I can tell you were that little sister that was like Erica in fucking Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, bribing my man. I can tell that was you because you're doing it with Mongo. So I can absolutely So we have them going back to Tom and Tom tells them 
shows Claudia a picture. He says, little lady, I want you to explain something to me. Here's a picture of me and your so-called daddies in 1901. Do you see anything different between now and then? You notice anything? And Claudia comes out of her mouth and says, yeah, you don't have that funny scar in your face. The scar comes from when the staff put him under that little spell that time and cut his face with his fingernail while he was moving in super fast pace while everybody else was in slow motion. So they're trying to get their affairs together and Tom just kind of snickers at Claudia's remark and he's like, why should I help you? And they were like, your two-tone dad. <laughs> yes, your your two-tone dad. That was low-key. That was a funny kind of. That was a funny-ass remark. I'm not gonna lie. That was <laughs> a little bit funny to me. I was like, oh shit, two-tone. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I heard it too. I was laughing at it like, oh, okay. That's that's what we're doing here. Okay. So they pretty much is they like, well, what can you do for me? They pretty much tell Tom that they want the stat to be the king of Mardi Gras. They want him to be on the main float, you know, leading everything down. And Tom is like, you, you bugging. This has been planned since like last year. There's no way I can, you know, get you into this. And besides, what's what's in it for me? They play to Tom's um <clears throat> business side because Tom has a shipping company with boats and one of the things that Tom ships out is he's the manufacturer and production and shipping of coffins which is very convenient that Daniel brings up to um, Louis later on All right, so before they meet Tom, <laughs> trying to convince, trying to convince they, they, out of the plan. They, they're in a movie theater. And it's, it's kind of like it was back in the day where like, it starts off with like, the news of the day, and it's like fucking war shit, and they're showing Adolf Hitler. And uh, the stack is, goes, yeah, you know, they may they, be evil, some, but they uh, they know how to dress or whatever, right? They have a great tailor, you know what I mean? That's what the son is like. The actual Claudia is like, oh, yes, evil, uh, with the great dress sense. Who were ever seen that before? <laughs> and some guy and down in like two rows in front is shushing the fuck out of him, he is Chad Gable shushing him, please. <laughs> <laughs> He does it once. Stop's <laughs> like, are you bitch? The stock gives him to look like motherfucker. I'm hungry. Do you, you know? Get, oh, you get okay. one. You get one more chance. You get one more chance. He turns back around and they start talking. Claudia is like, it's, it'll be a great feast of all these succulent yada yeah, and Lestat's like, hmm. This is pretty much the spot where they convince Lestat to go through with it. Right. And the motherfucker just could not leave it alone. He turns around and Chad Gable's on one more time. (laughs) Shoosh! And all of a sudden, 
all of a sudden your man gets the slappies and starts wailing on himself. Whack -a, whack -a, whack -a, whack -a. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like, best part stat, is how that came up with the stop hitting yourself game. <laughs> legit. Legit. The best part about that shit is though, nobody else in the movie theater even looked my man's way or even tried to stop him. They just kept looking straight at the screen like something ain't right. He just shushed this motherfucker and he just started slapping himself. Let me keep no, my they, hand. Let me let me let me they all mm. They're like, you shouldn't have fucking shushed the vampires. We know this for I did. I did lose that. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to like get that clip just for a reaction and shit because that was funny. <laughs> Somebody offers a shit trade, you send that back. Like, this is what I think of your fucking trade. You should have did this to yourself before you offered it. So, Tom is the manufacturer and shipper of coffins, and he just so happened. Yo, I can guarantee you, your man was your man slapped himself until the day he died. Your man walked. Oh, he slapped himself dead. Yeah, he, he slapped himself to the day he died because I'm pretty sure I forgot all about him. So he just went about his day. So my man has been for the rest of his life just slapping the shit about out of himself. It's, pretty fucking those, like, sure. You ever see those like uh, those like sixty minute episodes? Where you're like, oh, this person has been hiccuping every three minutes for the past five years. It's yeah. just the same. This person has been slapping himself every three seconds for the past eight months. <laughs> for no reason. I don't I don't know. No. <laughs> fucking 10 second Tom with his hands. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fucking 10 second Tom with his hands. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> That's what the fuck is going on with over there with him. <laughs> For those of you who know who 10 Second Tom is, go watch 50 First Dates and get back to us. Go watch 50 First Dates and get back. <laughs> See, we're eclectic on this show. You would never think two guys like us would be watching a movie like 50 First Dates. Dying laughing right now. Okay, folks? Everybody's you gotta got love us. We are eclectic. Mm. We talk about things from vampires to fifty first days to wrestling. You gotta love us. All right. So Tom finally and Tom says, Well, what can you give me? And they let Tom know, Oh, that ship you lost because of the Germans and what's going on? Yeah, we'll replace it. We'll get you a brand new ship. Beep. That's all Tom needed to hear. Next thing we know. We see them at the table, <clears throat> and Lestat opens up the envelope, saying that he's the grand Marquis blah, 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 uh, Marty girl. Something that, uh, <laughs> we probably should have wrote it down. Uh, right, but I couldn't even pronounce it, even if they write yeah. it down. I had a subtitle on it. I, I still, my eyes were cross-eyed <laughs> trying to read that. I had no fucking, yeah, I was killed. I'm, yeah, thank you. I'm all right. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm fine. Kimmy tries to kill me every day. It's not. It's nothing. Oh, new. nothing new. Nothing new. Even, That's... even before I got. Even before I got sick, it's just part of the. It's part of the game. Right. <laughs> That's just what we do here. So we sitting. So we we fast forwarded, and they're getting themselves ready for Mardi Gras, and they have this 
grand idea. The way that they'll be able to the people for the feast is they'll go around during the party that they're having because they're going to invite the elite of the elite back for the party. But then the super elite who will be marked by um, corsages. Who, as we know, are Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. <laughs> and, you know. Couldn't help myself. They'll be marked with corsages. And then that way they'll be invited to a special feast back and that's when they can have their little scrumptious dinner of whoever they want. So we get the Mardi Gras and the real fountain quick, you know, of youth. You, before we get back that real quick, do you know what that fucking <laughs> they're the fa- yeah that's I mean yeah. Yeah uh, do you know what that shit that slap reminded me of? Not that you're white <laughs> <laughs> See, just like that, big bad booty baddie. Uh, I got I got my shot back in. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about the party. And yes, uh, after they give out all these corsages, uh, anybody they ask if they want to know the secret of immortality. You good? <laughs> You're <all> right. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> oh man. Where's my damn it Mongo? You almost killed him. Where's that? Nobody care about me. <laughs> um Oh, I could just the- die for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. Uh so uh once I saw that scene, I was like, I gotta fucking have this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they go out massage and they ask if you wanna if you want another secret to immortality. And um Claudia introduces these twins, or they're just brothers. Hold on. Before that, we see Claudia making rounds, getting her plan into order of what she wants to do. Yeah, she goes and gets. Uh, okay, she goes and gets arsenic and. and what is it? Arsenic and law something. Um, something to make twins. the. Yeah, to make the veins look swollen and like they're drunk and not like they're dead already. Right? So we get to that. So now we're at the party. No, first we're at the the. I, I want to talk about the parade and their float. Oh, oh that's shit. First of all, <laughs> first of all, lot comes out the middle of the goddamn parade like Snowflake from Bob's Burger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he comes out the middle like Snowflake from Bob's Burger. And everybody's sitting there looking like, okay, they they all white. That's not too bad. And then he pulls out a fake baby. Well, we don't know if it was a fake baby, all right? Because knowing him, he might have had a real baby at first. And then somehow, remember, they are... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot of minorities. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> How do you know that? 
like you're scaring oh, they, me. They, they, they said <laughs> the show was arsenic and some other thing. I think she's saying that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was arsenic and laudanum. This was this, look who we're or, talking about here. Or <laughs> yeah, true. Also, or you know, yeah. Look who we're talking about here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the start. Bites into the baby and there's fake blood coming out of it, and he thinks it's a hilarious joke. And the crowd is like, "Oh my god, who is Snowflake?" <coughs> Snowflake from Bob's Burger was. The- Just watch Bob's Burgers. Just watch Bob's Burgers. It was a Christmas episode. Yes. We're like Christmas shit's going missing. Just go find it on Hulu. It's it's funny. If you don't it's, watch Bob's it's, Burgers, it's a good show. It's... It, yeah, please, just just go watch that episode. Find that episode, and you'll know exactly who the hell Snowflake is. Bob's <laughs> Burgers is a show that I binge around Thanksgiving because it's like got the best Thanksgiving episodes of anything I've ever seen. They just had the one where, the, where he was trying to cook the turkey in the alleyway because yeah. the stove <laughs> went out. They just had that one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> looking like <laughs> he damn sure is. It's, all right, so now they're so now they're back at the house. <laughs> so now they're back at the house. The people who weren't completely turned off by the spots, um, antique on the float came back to the party and. The three of them walk into the party, all dressed in white from head to toe. You could tell it's their party, and they're pretty much now scouting, going out. And an important thing that we didn't bring up is when Claudia was telling Louis her plan, she said, I just need you to keep him occupied and Louis goes, I'll indulge myself too much. I'll fall too deep. She says, I know. But she said, don't worry. I won't let you fall too deep. I'll bring you back when it's time. <clears throat> and that's important to remember. Because now at this point into the ball, they're going around. They're, they're, they're scoping people out, giving people, walking up to people. Do you want to know the secret of immortality? <laughs> You know, you want to know the secret to immortality, and yeah, they were for that time. Those those joints, they had damn it. Claudia said it. Where would we find a tyrant with a great tailor? Hmm, who does it remind us of? Look, <laughs> they had a great tailor. So they're going around the party and they're marking everyone. And there were a set of twins that, of course, the stock found intriguing and he's sitting there talking to the twins just like hunger hunger is lusting in him (coughs) well mongo's dead he remembers something that he'll share with us in a second <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which you're absolutely right. We was like, I can fake it. I used to fake it with Mrs. Lily and Corey was basically she was like, No, you can't, boy. Just shut your ass up and sit there and look 
sit there and be pretty. <laughs> okay. I'm hard. He won't treat you. <laughs> he won't treat you like I do. We got. We got to wait to get to that. I gotta wait. <laughs> Sorry. We'll get to that. He will treat you like I do. <laughs> so we get, we get to the party and they're giving out the flowers and stuff like that. And Lestat and Louis start dancing with each other. Like, intimately dancing with each other, okay? And Louis makes a comment He's um, as he's talking to Daniel. He says, of all the things... Put it back up. I'm fuck you saw it. <laughs> Put it back up. Put it back up. (laughs) 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 Yep. All right, there you go. All right, anyway. The side is intrigued by these two boys, but Louis makes a comment to that. He said, of all the things that they reported on, been that night that was the one thing that was too perverse for them to talk about the fact that Lestat and Louis were engaged in a deep romantic dance with each other and even began to kiss in front of everyone like usually they hide their romantic dealings with each other the case may be people have an idea, but they don't really know. They were just like, yo, fuck it. We out anyway. Oh, so this is New Orleans. Like, I don't give a shit what year it was. This is fucking New Orleans. Uh, this shit was happening in other places aside from this fucking ballroom. But Right. <laughs> but you got to remember, at, first off, at that point in time, Louis being black is looked down upon. That's number one. Them being gay is looked down upon. That's a whole separate thing. And them being gay together. An interracial gay couple. <laughs> okay, that's super no. Super no, 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 no. So they start kissing and sh- they start kissing and shit like that with each other. And then Claudius sees sees this. And interjects and says, "May I have this?" And she's like, "We're ready when you are." They start dancing with each other, and Claudia bites Louis. She bites him right in the wrist and says, "Come back!" Bites him right in the wrist and like, "Come back!" So it's like she told him when it's time. I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you know. 
So Louis like, okay, I'm back. You, what's the plan? She's like, it's already been, been finished. He was like, with who? She was like, one of the twins. And as she says that, <clears throat> he hears you miserable dogs. And like, he's looking around like, you hear that? What you say about dog? I didn't say my dog. My dog. So, okay. <clears throat> so. Louis standing. Hold on, hold on, Louis. I was getting ready to say Louis standing there watching the stat court the two twins, and Tom whispers, "Louis the like whispers his name, and Louis turns around real quick and he says, "Right." (laughs) Have you ever ever seen Community, Kenny? Mm Mm-mm. There's this line that's said by somebody that's like, I can, I can draw the line at at race or I can excuse racism, but something else. And they're like, you can excuse racism. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't have the, sub- the subtitle spoiled. Who whispered at the ball? Wow. Really? I didn't know that. You got to get better at that. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> little- you got to get better that's at that. Because luckily I didn't see that shit because I had the subtitles on, but I didn't notice that. <laughs> so we Tom whispers Louis's name and Louis turns around and he sees Tom and he says, It's impressive, right? This is called the whispering room. The way it was designed was so that way, you know, you can hear whispers of the people that were across the hall. He said, but how'd you heard me over this music? I don't know. That's beyond me. That's just one of your little secrets. <coughs> one, of your, <laughs> one of your little the, the sags of immortality. <laughs> That's what he, the fact that if fag, you two faggies of immortality. What, bro? Like, how you just going to come dude, out? You don't do that. You know they're at least like magic. Like, you don't, they don't even know they're vampires. But he knows something's up. Why would you like taunt anybody and call him that? That is, yeah, that's just stupid. That's like, just dumb. stupid. So now we're back for the private party. And at the private party, Lestat is going into this deep conversation of how immortality was discovered. That's right. right. <laughs> Excuse racism. You better draw the line of animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start going into this long speech of um, how the book of immortality, how immortality was discovered. It was discovered to someone giving their life and having this book and their, their alchemist and putting elixirs together. And this point, this is the point where, uh, Margo, as you mentioned earlier, we find out Claudia's age. She says she's 36 years old. Louis says he... 1903? Three. Something like that. I'm 36 years old. Louis says I'm 61. I was born 1870-something. 
And then the stat says 180 years old. 17 with the blood, with the blood. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, if I was in that man's shoes, first off, like I told Kenny earlier, um, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> right. How was that? You call him uh, uh he's saying give me your secret like what you what you just call me? Okay, like, no if, problem, if you, my if friend. If you insult anybody and they're just like let alone a fucking slur, and they're like, You want a million dollars? <laughs> you can pretty much right, guarantee right, you're I, gonna I, lose I, a limb. I'm 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 gonna go. I'm uh I, I left the I left the I left the iron in the bathtub. I gotta get. I gotta. Right. You know. the, the toaster. The toaster is um calling me, right now. I got to go. I gotta go. So uh, peace. <laughs> <clears throat> so they. He tells them the story, and he's like, and once they hear Lestat age, Tom goes crazy. Like, oh, I gotta see this. <laughs> and he rips open the. He's like, where's that damn later when he rips yeah. open the top for the punch bowl and there's nothing in there? And he was like, there's nothing oh, in like here. Hammer dry. There's gotta be a gotta be leaking bowl. Right. He said, there's nothing in here. And the stat says, not yet. And some fangs pop out. And he hops on top. And gets the Yep, he's not banging, but he's definitely fanging. Clanging and fanging. Clanging and fanging. And he's like, hey, you should have been talking shit. And And it's it's him. Louis. Well, I I think I counted like like seven people. Was this? That room was full, but we only saw like, I think we only saw seven actually get jumped. Right, it was like seven or eight of them that got that got murked. <laughs> okay, like I don't know, I, I could have sworn that room was bigger, but we only saw like seven or eight that actually get killed. Exactly. So we, we got Louis, Claudia, and Lestat. Now, first of all, Lestat done suck Tom ass dry. <laughs> Just, dry sucked his ass dry. <laughs> Right. You mean to tell me, I know I'm a man, that you are, you aren't white? (laughs) Negro, please. It does. It does. That movie was ahead of its time. <laughs> it does. It does. So we got Claudia, Louis, and Lestat just feeding on everybody. Everybody. Yeah, and no, the thing about it is, hold on. Louis asks, Louis asks Claudia, how do you know which twin it is? And she said he'll be the one sick as a dog. He'll be dead within an hour. So now Claudia and Louis have t- the twins cornered. 
and one of the twins starts mercifully puking. Just bleh, bleh. So, in Louis' mind, Lou, right, Louis kills the other one because Louis' mind is like, boom, here we go. <clears throat> so now, after everybody else has been ripped of limbs, Lestat hears the twin scream. So he comes up the stairs and he sees the one twin waiting for him. And they're like, we saved him for you, my love. We saved him for you, Uncle Les. Louis like, I saved him for you, my love. So Lestava, and he starts to like sniff. And he's like, sniff the blood. And he's like, mm, it seems kind of funny. What is it, my love? And Louis begins to answer, Rose is Mary, and he said, no, I wasn't talking to you. And we see Antoinette Ash, old Ninja Turtle hand is back. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I didn't see that shit coming. That was uh, that not at all, not at all. That <laughs> one was a little rough. I and was then like, Claudia, like tour guys, eye out the socket, and like, right, Damn. like they 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 went in on these people. They, uh, okay? Again, you know, you're you're in this like, oh, this is this like horrific. Jeez. Uh, that's who that's used story, and like, no, because that's what Daniel keeps bringing back up. She's a fucking killer. You're all killers, right? Nobody exactly. is innocent. So we find out it's Antoinette and Louise and Lestat's like she's been here all along. Antoinette tells Lestat it's arsenic, tells him what the drugs are or whatever the case may be. And they pretty much get a quick jump on Louis and Claudia. She hits Claudia with the right, you know, Lestat comes up behind Louis, got him in a chokehold. And then all of a sudden, the stat starts puking blood, convulsing, just because remember he just engulfed himself in how many people here at this damn party in this little. He just indulged, indulged himself because they were planning on eating enough so that way when they go stow themselves away on that boat, they'll be they'll you know they'll be able to contain them and hold them over. Until they get to where they're going. <clears throat> As we get to that part, we um, we started like puking and puking and puking and puking and puking, and he's like, "What's going on?" And she was, and you see Claudia come up behind and stab Antoinette like through the body with like a pole. <laughs> <laughs> fire fire poker just, right just here this whole lap like you ain't going nowhere and claudia pretty much lets him know oh i knew she was here i knew she was following me i knew she heard everything i said and we that, cut back to every time they've talked mm -hmm. i'm talking about not only this episode but back when they were talking about her leaving on that train mm -hmm. that's what we, we were discussing whether or not Lestat was lying about being able to hear them. Mm -hmm. um, so it turns out he's, he can't. But Antoinette's been a spy for him this whole time. Right. Um, 
So, but but Claudia has I don't know when she picked up on, but she's known about that, or at least predicted it for mm-hmm. quite some time, and that's why and she's been feeding <clears throat> Louis false information. Shows that internet's been right on it well. When she went to go buy the medicine, she saw internet sitting outside the window, like everything. She knew internet was in bushes. She was sitting in front of the stock. Like she, she, right, always. So, Cordian knew. We see Claudia pretty much hand the stock. Hand Louis the knife and cryingly Louis slits his throat. Yeah, it's uh, and let's <laughs> we'll, we'll actually get into that later in this episode. Uh, but let's stop. Uh, after he's being held by Louis, he just says, I'm glad it was you, I'm glad it was you to do this. Then <coughs> just slits his throat. Louis is talking about how he's watching the light drain from his eyes as we're right. darting around. And then we see, I mean, he he looks dead. He looks dead. Right, um, but we, that ain't the case. We know what you have to do. Cut the head off, throw him in the fire, starvation, let him drink from Louis the dead. says that they clean up their mess. Mm-hmm. Which means they, they burn all the bodies. Burn all the bodies. Except for and, one. Which Daniel is prodding at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually we need to get see Antoinette in the fire screaming because she was still alive. Claudia mm-hmm. stomped her face into the oh, fucking shit door. burger. <laughs> she was still alive. A smash burger. She was stomped her into a smash burger. Wait, she was still Daniel, alive when that fire hit that ass. Daniel's prodding, like you said, and he's been prodding this whole episode. And every time he does, where she's like, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. He got his wish. Yeah, that's true. He got his wish. Um, Daniel says, I just, I've, I've read these books, and aside from the pages that have been seemingly cut out with, with a ruler, uh, mm-hmm. it seems that for a while, Claudia hated you. And now, what could, that, what could the reason be for her? hating you and Daniel's getting upset Daniel is getting upset because Louis is not giving him the whole truth which Uh has been a whole thing this whole show what is Louis misremembering what is Louis Louis choosing to not what is what is what is he putting pretty much Daniel knows that Louis is putting rose-colored beer goggles on this story and he keeps wanting him to take those damn rose-colored beer goggles off the story and tell him the truth. So Daniel is digging. Louis getting madder and madder and madder. And Rashid says, "I need you to stop." He's getting mad, <clears throat> and he goes, and he goes "And you." His little like meditation room where we've seen with, like the tree and the rocks, and his feet in the rocks. But he's just. And what you call it? And Daniel says, and, and speaking of and you, speaking of you, 
I wonder if Louis can take down a whole man that is 300 and something pounds like the chief of police was, how does he continuously feed on you and you not be done? Wonder about that. And Rashid is like, I'm begging you to stop. You don't want to see him angry. He said, and what's going to be happen when he's angry? He said, I won't be there to protect you anymore. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Daniel, Daniel looked around. He said, so you were there. And you turn around. Is floating in the fucking air. <laughs> Eyes vampired now. And Rashid is floating in the fucking air. So guess what? There's another vampire with the with the cloud gift. And not only it ain't just another vampire. Hold on, he does he comes down, he says, How how are you a vampire? I've seen you in the light. And Rashid says Oh, after a mere 543 years, it just becomes more of an nuisance than anything. And Louis says, Daniel, I'd like you to meet the vampire Armand, the love of my life. Dun, dun, dun. If you didn't read the books, if you didn't watch the movie, um, shit is about to get really interesting with the introduction of Armand. Yeah. Really <laughs> interesting. Armand is um an intense, intense character. Intense character. Which Rashid has been like the they've been showing he he's, he's trying to ha- hold have restraint, but he's mm-hmm. he's been frustrated with, with Dan Danny since day one. Uh <laughs> no, no, no. Kinda, you know what? Kinda, it kinda did. But you got it. It it wouldn't kinda surprise did. me. It wouldn't surprise me. Think about this. Lestat was an older, um, century-old vampire who had the ability to make whoever fall in love with him and stay with him. And if Rashid is five hundred and something years old. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, you know. They're like, "Oh, this is just a." Oh, gift. I mean, Armand. I'm sorry, Armand. Armand, <laughs> if this is just a gift, the the cloud walking is just a gift that certain ones have. Maybe it's just something that you just have to wait a few hundred years to get. It looks like other, that. And the <laughs> other one is, uh, you know, this this intoxicating aura around you. Uh, it's so it's, we pretty much in the episode with finding out. Rashid is really Armand. He's been keeping Daniel from being eaten since day fucking one. He's been there the whole time. And also, also, they did not kill Lestat. Lestat was put in a coffin by the trash on the road. And And taken to the dumps. That's why Daniel gets upset. He says, this is why she's mad at you. Because you didn't want to burn my body. Come back to different parts of him remembering it as them lovingly leaving the house and then Claudia being like, we gotta burn the body. Mm-hmm. We gotta throw him outside. And Daniel says, no, not him. I can't. And uh, Daniel says, what happens to trash, Louis? What it goes happens to trash? It goes to the dump. To the dump. And what's at the dump, Louis? Rats, Louis. Tons of rats, which someone can survive on. Don't you know that, Louis? And- 
he said something was like rats as big as some NBA player's shoes. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but it's like rats, rats as big as I don't know, like fucking uh, Kyrie Irving shoes or whatever. And uh, the after he says that, you see the lid open up and a hand <laughs> take out a rat and pull it inside. It's like yeah, uh, Lestat still especially. Alive. Especially if a coffin has locks on the inside, inside. Louis. So he's basically saying, yeah, Claudia's mad at you because you did not kill your fucking master. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's, that's that. It's Louis, uh, Louis couldn't let go. That, that love, he loves him. As much as he hates him, he loves him. Uh, oh, okay, Billy. <laughs> that, uh, oh, that that just kind of felt good. Didn't they have like catharsis? <laughs> just uh, didn't didn't watch a motherfucking burn. <laughs> Only this, mm-hmm. And didn't watch as burn. That was that was the best shit about that, but. <coughs> Nah, that was an that was an uh, American History X curve stop. She <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put your teeth yeah. on the end of the curve. Hang it. <laughs> that that was one of those. So yeah, uh, it ends with a interview with Vampire Part One. So you would know we're gonna get more. Hopefully, you know this time next year. I want this to be like a, a yearly uh, October thing that they do, like they did with the uh, Walking Dead all these years. I think this is just supposed to replace Walking Dead. I, I, I uh, gotta wait till all the way next year. Oh. Well, it could be if if that's the case because I, I haven't seen any release schedules yet. It could be if that's what they're gonna do. Uh, then we're gonna have another part in like March. I've, I haven't felt. Hold on, I wanted to feel sorry, but but I don't. I haven't felt sorry from Antoinette from the from the very first day. Fuck Antoinette. I ain't feel sorry for that. I ain't felt sorry for that hole since the first time I met her. Just the first time she appeared on the screen. Because I knew what she was about. Crazy. Uh. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Pretty much. That sums it up. Antoinette Craven. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> one matter of time. Uh, uh, there it is. <laughs> so, the end of this Bro, now. I can say you, Craven. I can say yes. I'm gonna say it. So we. The thing that. The thing that that I'm waiting for is if you read the books and if you saw the movie, you kind of know the next step for what happened for what they did to the stop that's true yeah. that that's kind of fucked <laughs> get out mm-hmm. <laughs> while she's just listening in right like are you done yet <laughs> everyone's got a kink these motherfuckers like to watch i guess i don't know it's right. uh, everybody knows vampires is kinky yeah. <laughs> right. Everybody knows vampires like everything. If you've seen so. that Key and Peel sketch, you know, you know how you know what it's like. Um 
He's smoking and sobbing. <laughs> I, like, I sound like a shot A record. <laughs> I sound like a shot. It's like <laughs> drink some fucking <laughs> wine and start sobbing and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it does like shit that's what she was going through brother she was going through some shit going, going through it but it's, it's her through fault. it through it but folks let's can't wait to see what happens next season but before we get to the next season of interview with the vampire folks Tell us. Oh, hold on. I just got a correction, and Mongo, I'm going to send it to you. The name wasn't Snowflake. It's Miss Triple Xmas, and I am going to send you the picture, Mongo, in the chat, so that way you can put it up on the screen so you can know. So for that question, who was Snowflake? Sorry, it was Miss Christmas X. This is who the thought came out looking like. <clears throat> This is what came out looking like. Remember when you were asking who was no put it up, Margo. This is who this that came out looking like. Uh, here we go. <laughs> that came out there looking like this. <laughs> <laughs> Is it her fault? I mean, if she dies and she dies in bed, it yeah, it's I her mean, fault. Cause why would I she mean, be well, hanging around? Well, I mean, I get. I think what she's saying is like, Lestat chose her, and if she says no, he'd just kill her. So you know, well, I guess is a good point. But also, Louis kept saying no, and he's still alive. So, oh, no, never mind. Louis didn't say no. Um, right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, sort it's sort of, but you know what? She and she enjoyed that shit. <laughs> right. First off, he knew like everybody was horny. Everybody was horny and shit. Lestat was super horny. Like, oh, you swam I mean, across the Mississippi for me? They didn't even start. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even wait for her to leave the room. She was still getting dressed when they started. <laughs> Let alone, her, let alone her being outside and having a smoke break. <laughs> like, like she was the, she was the third wheel that wasn't a part of the threesome. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that meme? Like when you're in a threesome, but you notice uh, this person is giving it more to the other person, and it's the other person just sitting there like. <laughs> that's 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 that was her. That was her. But. What I was getting ready to, what 
what I was getting ready to allude to is, folks, we have enjoyed talking to you on these Saturday mornings, sometimes Sunday mornings, depending upon what our lives look at. And we want to know what you guys want to talk about next. What shows are y'all watching? And when we say what shows are y'all watching, if we can, a show that only has a minimum of two seasons out. We don't want to do anything with more than that. Because then, right. Quick enough for us to get back into House of House, house fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what, yeah, we need something to watch. Because that's how we felt. We just, <laughs> that's got, how we we just felt. got involved in this thing and now it's over. Yeah, we, could, <laughs> right. we could go back and do Chucky, it's got two seasons though. We could definitely do that, we can definitely do that, but Chucky, definitely, Chucky's, Chucky's good. Um, but if we want to take a break on. Uh, horror-related stuff we can, but I've watched season one. I haven't seen season two yet because I'm waiting for it to come out to just kind of binge it all. Okay. But Chucky is... Uh, and if you haven't seen the movies, I don't think you really have to to, 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 to get into it. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows this year, uh, or last year. All right. So we can definitely get into that. But folks, if you have any ideas you would like to throw our way on what you guys are watching on what you would like for us to talk about because we'll talk about listen like i said we'll talk about pretty much let's see atlanta's over that's the thing this is the final like the didn't isn't this the final season i think atlanta just ended yeah reservation dogs hmm. i've heard so have you heard of that I've heard, heard trailer for it, though. That's the thing. I've seen yeah. like, people talking about it, but I don't know what it is in particular. So Reservation Dogs is just following, uh, like, uh, some, uh, uh, like, Native uh, kids, like, teenagers on, like, reservation, like, reservation life, essentially. Hannibal. Hannibal. I've I've never seen Hannibal, but I've been told I, I should watch it. Right. I, I was seasons, told that too. How many seasons is Hannibal? Let's check this out. Let's see how many seasons Hannibal. Three seasons. We could do that. It's like 13 episodes a season. So we could do three, so that would last us a decent while amount of time. Um, we can do that we can definitely do that folks still keep sending in any ideas that you have the best way to send them into us is by what following us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the we still you know what we, we might still be on twitter too so if you see us on twitter and you know the Twitter handles that we always put up because there's a whole group of us at UTR. You got me, Rock Ribs 44 You can definitely follow me on Twitter if we still going to be up. <laughs> definitely follow this man right here, Greg Bush SK, on Twitter if we still going to be up on there. <laughs> we got our boy Mike, Mr. Fresh Bed, if we still up on there. <laughs> you got Matt, the right answer. If we still up on there, and our special street team captain, Boriel Maliente. Well, his tag is the same thing across 
all social media across the board. He across he, us is great at branding, right? So, he has branded he himself. <laughs> okay, he's got that so shit figured out. Right, and our special commentator that comes in from now and then, Justin D. Baxley. These are all our Twitter handles. If Twitter definitely follow us there. Um. Oh. Okay. Well, definitely give it a check out then. Definitely give I, it a check I, out. I watched the movies. I didn't read what they're based off, but I've seen all the movies. <laughs> so we'll see. Movie. Um, I've I've also seen people tell us we should watch, but I uh, um, so something I've seen some recommendations, but they were like uh, animated shows. I don't know if that's something I know you and me have both been, been done some of those before. Yeah, I don't know if you know they're not um, unless we get like a lot of people that want that. Uh, Hannibal is not might, might not be a bad idea. Reservation Dogs I've heard is good. Um, give us more recommendations. Uh, like Kenny said, at those links. Um, I'm going to link our uh, private Facebook group to that uh, that link as well, so you can join. Uh, we can talk all things wrestling and anything else related to this show. Um, please, please join us, and thank you so much for watching for this past, I think we've done like four episodes of this, but it's been a wild ride. Right. <laughs> um, for the past seven episodes. We've had seven episodes. Uh, well, actually... show we've only, we've only done like four four because i think the first one was like a one through four or one through three catch up uh also but you know what folks if you were here now with us then that means you were here with us for um house of podcasts as well we're talking about dragons so we appreciate you guys being with us Okay, I was surprised. Okay, we can definitely give it a look at. We can definitely um, give it a look at. Because it, it's got um uh uh Mads 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 Mikkelsen as Hannibal, who mm. is creepy as shit. Uh, so yeah, I can see that working out. Yeah, it's me and Kenny will talk them over. Um, and we'll look into some other options. But I do need to watch Hannibal in general. I, I I've heard nothing but great things about it. So but hey, we, we need we need some content for the next however many months until dragons uh, fucking comes back. I, 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 <laughs> until I, I, dragons vampire. and blood come back. Until I, I, vampires and dragons come back. Ain't this some shit? Ain't this some shit? They gave us two. We had two back to back good things. We had some dragons, then we had some blood suckers. Now we gotta find some serial killers. It looks like. <laughs> <laughs> On the list, so why the fuck not? Why not? Why <laughs> fuck not? Why not? <laughs> okay. Well, folks, thank you for joining us once again. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a good one. And don't forget to follow us on those pages. And on Thursday, where we can talk wrestling.